All right, we're live. Another episode of Monero Talk. We have uh, Diego Salazar on, other, otherwise known as uh, Rerar on Reddit, and I guess elsewhere across the internet land. Across the um, world. So, uh, Diego, I met you, I guess it was like two weeks ago when you came to the city? Yeah. New York, the city, yeah. I call it. The big city. Yeah, Vic from Cape Wallet, he flew me out so I could talk with the people there. I could talk with all you people over there. It was a great time. Yeah, and uh, it was nice meeting you, and it was really nice to kind of hear hear your spiel in person. Um, I've seen you on Monero Coffee Chat, but seeing you in person was really nice, and you gave a, you gave a really uh, enthusiastic speech, motivational speech, uh, where you kind of like told your whole Monero story. I don't know if we want to go too much into it today, but I'd love for you to maybe if you kind of summarize it for our viewers. I guess you've spoken about it elsewhere, but I think it's a, it's an interesting story. Sure, just personal one you're talking about? Yeah, just like how you got into Monero. I, th I think it's a it's a great it's a great little story. Sure. So uh, I I started my own little design business, and uh, I was like, okay, I need to find a niche. You know, like websites design, it's a very crowded space. There's a lot of competition, and so if you find a niche that you can really market to, like that's the one that you want to be. And about a year before that, I had looked at some different cryptocurrencies, um, like early 2016. And you know, I found Bitcoin. And I remember I remembered one with a particularly awful website, and so I, I started clicking through the ones that were current at that time. And I'm like, oh, that's it, because I couldn't remember the name, but I remember the website it was awful. This is it. I, I would know this awful website anywhere, and it was Monero. So I actually I actually went to the Monero community. I'm like, hey, I can redo your website, all this different type stuff, and and uh, you know, I'm trying to peddle my services, and they're like, yeah, things work a little differently here. So. Um, you know, why don't you read a little? Why don't you learn a little and then get back to us and we can see what we can do? And I started reading, I started learning. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is this is really amazing technology. Like uh, this is something that can actually change the world. So I started getting involved. I actually did end up redoing the website, uh, but I got involved in a much bigger and deeper way from there. So yeah, yeah. it's because most people take the track of, you know, Bitcoin and then they kind of make their way to Monero once they realize Bitcoin is uh, not all it's, you know, was originally sold to be in terms right. of um, you know the transparent ledger and uh, things potentially being trackable, and then they kind of make their way to Monero, realizing that that might be the the bastion of uh, of cryptocurrency and where where we should be, and uh, you know the, the crypto that's still maintaining its crypto anarchist ideals. But you kind of just went straight into Monero. Yep. And uh, did you come to it with this kind of crypto anarchist? viewpoint or is that something you also kind of learn, learned as you got into Monero itself? Um, so I, I say this often and I don't I, I don't know how people take it because I don't want to offend anybody but I actually do say it so that way the noobs can have hope. Uh, before Monero like I was not a nerd in that like you know I don't code I don't anything kind of Monero was my very first open source software project that type of thing. All I knew was before this I was definitely very um, skeptical and disappointed with the the current way that policies and governments and stuff were going about things and it just seemed like there there was no correct direction you know there was just always this human this human attack vector it's like the idea that no matter what government style you choose all of them look good on paper the fact of the matter is humans are the ones that implement them and humans are fallible and we suck so <laughs> it's like okay there's just there's just no way around this and then kind of the cypherpunk ideals of Monero really reached out to me. It's like, yes, 
uh, humans are not good at this, but math is provable and it's objective and like two plus two will always equal four. So you don't have to argue that point. And so like if we can base policy based off of this stuff, um, like it's, it, it has the potential to be very influential and actually make some really big differences. So uh, I wouldn't say I came in with a huge cypherpunk uh, mentality. I would say that the cypherpunk mentality really appealed to me in the in the disappointed way that I was already viewing the world. Uh, yeah, that is that question. And did you, when you got into it, did you already like know the flaws that Bitcoin had, and then like, or was it just like Monero is some cryptocurrency and you're doing I, Monero? I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know hardly anything about how anything worked. And this is why I say, you know, like this is to give hope to everybody out there, like. It is possible to learn this stuff. I'm not gonna, I mean, I'm sorry if I sound prideful, I'm gonna be very blunt. I know this stuff probably more than 99% of those people in the crypto space. And all it really was, was a good amount of research, a good amount of reading, a good amount of learning. And you know, if something seemed inaccessible, find somebody who does know about it, who's willing to talk about it, that type of thing. And I, I always definitely try to be that person for other people if they want to try to learn about a lot of the stuff I'm like, here's these resources and trying to educate and stuff. And so it, it's so possible. You don't have to be like, you're like, oh, well, you need a, a computer science degree to learn this stuff. No, you don't. You know, I got a biology degree. And uh, it's just, you have to have the drive. You have to put in the effort and then you can really understand this stuff. And once you do, you're like, okay, this, now I see, now I can really see how from a foundational level, this can really make a big difference. So for me, at least like, um, the deeper I went, the more exciting it became. It almost seems like, okay, the deeper you go, the more technical it's gonna be, it's gonna get super dry. But actually when you really dig into those details and especially when you look at it from a human perspective, how can this help humans? Not, this is technology for technology's sake, but how can this help actual people? It's amazing. And you start looking at the applications across the world under totalitarian regimes or, or even just sending money to family that's that's way far away. You know, I, I've sent, I've sent Monero a couple of months ago to a guy in Africa that I paid to do a job um, in Uganda. And he just, I mean, I didn't have to go through any, you know, anything, the Western Union, no nonsense. Like, here's some Monero. He's like, hey, thanks. And then he gave me my stuff and we were good. And that was it. And it's like, wow, if only it could be this easy for like everything, always, everywhere. So uh, that that's the dream. And that's the dream we're pushing towards. Um, you know, and yeah, I'll, I'll stop there. I, I can go on and on. And so, I mean, today I want to focus in on, because I, I think you're obviously the best person to talk about this, essentially how to get involved in the community, start your own project, be, you know, become a part of the ecosystem. I know a lot of people are constantly saying, uh, you know, are talking on Reddit and, and elsewhere on Twitter on, you know, I, you know, I really want to get involved. I just don't know how to, I'm, you know, I'm not a programmer, I'm not a developer, but I want to help out the project. Um, recently we saw the Monero outreach group started up, which I think is a great thing. And that, that, I think that's a good example of people that don't really, you know, they can't do the programming part, but they could fulfill these other roles. Me being one of those people, I, I think, uh, you know, I'm not a programmer. I really love the technology. Um, I try, I, I had some ideas for a few projects, but you know, wasn't really able to take them that far. This is kind of where I settled and I'm really enjoying it because it also, it just allows me to ask all the questions I've always wanted to ask uh, the people in the space. But I wanted to get at, you know, really just kind of give people, uh, you know, a four dummies version of how to get involved. Uh, what are the steps? 
and maybe you know eventually how to get funding from the community because in in Monero I think it's it is unique in that it's it's a true open source project and because of that it's it's not as you know there there is there isn't the centralized mechanism to to fund things and yeah. so it's you kind of got to know how to work your way around it work your way through the system I know you've essentially built the system I guess that we're using to fund projects and I think you're iterating on that and improving it uh, so I'd love to hear that. And then really just at the end, by the end of the show, I want this to kind of become a resource for people uh, when they they want to learn of how to get involved in Monero and how to like fund a project. So sure. if we could just start to dig in on that. And I would always say the first step is to get excited. And I, I really just, I really believe that when people work on passion projects, they pour more of themselves into it. They make more of a difference with less time and less resources than when they do something maybe just for the money or maybe just for the community and the, the uh, or maybe just even for the technology. And those things can be exciting in and of themselves. I enjoy the community. I like the technology and this type of stuff. And, but really the, the, the idea that, that, Monero can bring money to the masses and to the disenfranchised is something that I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about helping these people in this way. And maybe Monero is not your passion project and that's totally fine. You know, but if, so really for me, like all of open source is very exciting. It's very exciting in that it gives power back to the people. It gives freedom to people. You know, like if somebody wants to become a designer, they don't have to buy Photoshop or pirate it. They can use GIMP, which is not a perfect tool, but it's a good tool and it's a good tool that they can use. Things like this can really set people free that can't afford these types of things across the world. So for me, open source in general is just amazing. And so I'm really passionate about that type of stuff. So the first thing to do is get excited. Look at something, see why it's awesome and say, you know what? I want to make this my project. If that's Monero for you, great. We can always use the more passionate people to, to help us out. If it's a little, if it's something else, that's totally fine. You know, but but pour yourself into something. So you know, Monero, honing in on Monero specifically, uh, I, I would say that's step zero, getting excited. You know, so step one, let's say you've decided that Monero is that project for you. That's it's that thing that you really want to uh, you really want to push into. Step one is would be to learn. Because, I mean, if you're a good marketer, if you're a good speaker, if you're fine showing your face, if you want to help coding, all of these things require an understanding of what Monero is and how it works and what it means for humans. And I think this is a, an oft overlooked thing. We look at the technology for the sake of the technology and we forget that at, at the end of the day, humans are going to be using it and it's being made for humans to do things with. And so really not just digging into the technology, which is very important, but kind of seeing how does this affect people? And this is actually even more important or just as important, I would say, for people that are not technologically inclined. So if anyone's watching this, they're like, well, I'm not a coder and I don't really know what to do. Okay, well then the, 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 the human connection is even more important for, for those of us that want to help because that's really all that's left. For the coding people, you know, they can focus on the code. And of course, they also need to have a humanist perspective in the event that humans are going to be using my code. But for the rest of us, it's like, how can we make this applicable to people in their lives, you know, so they can understand how can we bring things down to simple concepts from big concepts, that type of thing. But learning is absolutely critical because if you don't know what you're talking about and you're trying to educate people or you're trying to market to people, you're just going to be spreading misinformation, whether it's malicious or not, like you could be doing it innocently but it's still gonna be hurting people in the long run. The first thing that anyone needs to do is learn. And there's so many free resources, there's so many people willing to help, and there's like, I mean, stuff like Monero Talk where we talk with different people, you know, we talked with Buns before, like what are bulletproofs? And Serene did something like that yesterday, and 
you know, there's so many good resources out there that you can learn. So anyone who says, I can't learn this stuff, I mean, really, it's there. It's definitely there. I, I can, I can, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So like, let's, let's get into like the particulars though. So let's say, you know, I, you know, I came across Monero, you know, I'm learning about it and now I have some ideas. Like, for example, I pitched a while back, uh, I wanted to do basically kind of like a, a Netflix documentary on Monero. This was probably maybe like a year ago. And it got it got a lot of positive feedback. And I had been in touch with um, you know, producer director that had, you know, been very successful in in other Netflix ventures. And I put the idea out there on Reddit. It got a lot of it got a lot of momentum, a lot of people talking about it. Um, but then I, I never took the next step in, you know, actually trying to raise the funding, but like, what would have been my next step there? Yeah. And then, and like, at what, exactly. point, what point can you, you know, is it, is it, you go to Reddit, you, you, you see what kind of feedback you get, and then, then you take it to the form funding system. Like how, yeah, do, yeah. how does it get to the next level? We'll get there. We'll get there. And that, that's actually the very next step. And but I just want to take a teeny tiny step back because what you just said right there is absolutely critical. What most people don't, like, most people are not used to the way something like Monero works. Monero very much values self-starters, where if somebody has an idea, like, idea people are great, you know, like, good ideas are awesome, but really, you need, nobody's going to, you don't need any, oh, sorry, I'm just stumbling over my words here, I'm talking too fast, too many thoughts going in my head. Nobody needs anybody's permission to do anything. And many times people wait for, especially like from Fluffy Pony or from the core team, like let's ask these people, what, what do they think about this? Like, we don't need to know what they think about this. Maybe, maybe it could be useful if it involves them or you know, if they have a unique perspective, but you don't need anybody's permission to do anything. Monero is all about, I have this idea, I'm gonna make it happen. And maybe you can't do it yourself. Maybe you get a whole bunch of different people around you with these skills or those skills that you need or other volunteers, or maybe you might have to finance. Like you look at some people and they've just financed their own projects. And if you don't have those kinds of means, that's fine. That means you just got to find other passionate volunteers that are willing to do the things that you can't do. But you need to be able to do those things yourself. So that way you can take it. You can't say, what is the next step? And then go from there. So I would say the next step, so kind of just getting practical, the next step for you would have been, or anybody with a, with a project is, what do I need to complete this? It's almost like making a little business plan. What do I need in order for this to be successful? Do I need money? Do I need volunteers? Do I need hands? Do I need coders? What do I need? And then you need to find a way to get all of these things. And I'll be honest, because of the tragedy of the commons, because of the fact that so many people in the Monero community are, are just been bitten by the cryptocurrency general bug, they're in it to make money, that type of stuff. It's hard, it can be difficult to find good, quality, passionate, volunteers most of us that are good quality passionate volunteers are already spread very thin trying to do so much stuff so it, it may be a little difficult i'm not going to lie on that but uh it, it's definitely possible and you gotta you gotta work at it and uh if you need money we have something like the form funding system which i'll definitely talk about very very soon um but as i guess well, what, i guess what you're saying is you're you're if you're really into it and you want to do it then it's your first step shouldn't be let me go get money it should be let me try to actually do some, take some actionable steps toward the project to kind of prove that I can do it before I start asking people for money. Exactly. Is that so fair? To, is that fair? Yes. Say? Monero does not have a corporation, a foundation, anything behind it. It didn't take a pre-mine. It doesn't take a founder's reward. It doesn't take a tax from the block, from the block rewards. So 
how does anything that require money gets done? Well, we use something called the foreign funding system, shortened to the FFS. And what the FFS is is somebody Hor has an horrible idea. name, by the way. It's one of the that's one of the hurdles. Everyone's like, what 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 is a forum funding system? <laughs> it's, it's got its fair share of love and its fair share of criticism. It's sure. grow it's growing on me. <laughs> Um, so the FFS is all about, I, as a proposer, have an example idea that I propose to the community and say, hey, for 10 Monero, I will make a video about this, or I will code this part of the thing. And so kind of the community looks at this and says, well, what do we think? Do we like this? Do we not like this? And then based on a general consensus, uh, which is determined by the core team, because the core team is the arbiters of the form funding system. They act as the trusted third party. It's very difficult to do without a trusted third party. Um, then it moves to the next stage where we raise funding, which is literally like a Kickstarter. People donate their money to see this thing happen. And this is a very interesting and unique dynamic, because it's not like in other coins which have a treasury, because this money has to be spent. You're asking for people's money. And they, other than seeing this complete or seeing the Monero ecosystem better or greater, they get really nothing in return for this. It's fairly altruistic. They just want to see the community grow. They want to see the ecosystem grow, the code grow, that type of thing. It, it introduces a very, it introduces some very passionate things, but it also introduces some very, mm, Let's just say the things that are not as well thought out as they should be or that are not proposed from people of the caliber that we think they should be can sometimes be shot down a little harshly, some people might think, just because you're asking for my money and it's like, uh, no, I'm not going to get to this. There's no... Well, I just, want, I just want to back up for one second. Mm -hmm. So first you pitch it as an idea, because I know in the... If we could all check yeah, it out. Yeah, if you go to forum.getmonero.org is where it currently is. This will be changing soon. Right, so there's, forum. I think there's an ideas section, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's obviously would be step one. After maybe a Reddit post, you would go to your, you know, if you got some good feedback on a Reddit post, maybe you would then post it as an idea. Is, yeah, is so I mean, you can, you, can, you can do it either way. You can either make the idea post first and then show that on another thing like Telegram or Reddit. Mm -hmm. Or you, like, you're like, you know, I, I don't even know if I want to waste time with this form funding system thing. Maybe this won't have any traction at all. So at that point, if you want to kind of feel the community for how they feel about this idea in general, then yeah, you could go ahead and throw something out somewhere, see what the community thinks. And if they like it, okay, I have a good idea that this would be fairly successful. You can put it there. Anyone can open an idea at any time. You don't have to have any sort of community consensus to open an idea on the form funding system. Right, and now let's say it's it's a decent idea. People are liking it. They think you have you know the ability to pull it off, and you know mm -hmm. you 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 start to explain yourself, uh, you know what your essentially your business plan is. So then, how does it get moved to the kind of the next stage? It's you. Who's deciding that? How's it going? The core the core team is deciding that. Okay. The core team, and and we can talk a little bit and a little bit later about the the core team, how, like the power structure of Monero, how it works, and it's it's not what people think it is. Um, but the core team, they run their own form, they run this form funding system. They are not the only game in town. If you want to raise money alternative to the form funding system, you can do that. Sure. If you want to take part in the form funding system, then you have to play by the core team's rules because it's their thing that they set up. Um, and so they're the ones that this, they, they, they don't decide by themselves. They listen to the community consensus. Usually they'll ask, okay, can you show me any evidence that the community likes your idea before I move this? So typically you'll have to give them a Reddit post or anything like that. Like, yeah, here, like you'll see the comments and they're pretty positive. Okay, 
they're they're good with what the community says. So and and they'll they'll they may say they told when I first first proposed my website idea, they're like, uh, this is pretty new. I asked them like a week later because I didn't know how any of this worked. And they're like, uh, let's give this another while. And you know, really, really dumb question. Started. Where is that conversation happening at that point? For like, we're talking about somebody who's just getting like, so they're they're this is like, Telegram, you, you got, Reddit. You got to track down the core team. They're usually on IRC. Uh, if you go to any of the IRC channels, they're usually there. The core team can be, um, they're fairly approachable. Well, because this is what I'm this is where the disconnect is, you know. So yeah. it's like it's like oh, it's a, it's anybody can put, but like really, how do you how do you get yeah, to? That's it, true. Know? And thanks for pointing that out because there's a few things that I do take for granted, having been right. here a while. It's like oh, just contact the core team, and I, I know how to do it, but pe most people don't. So yeah, th thanks for letting me know. Yeah, usually go on IRC. Uh, if you want to know who the core team is, if you go to getmonero.org slash community slash team, or you can find the team page there if you've looked through the navigation, there's a little area where we have core team members, and they have some emails there, and there's seven of them right now. So you can go and contact any of them. They'll talk with, them there, with you, and they'll kind of refer you to the right person. Um, the one that is most known is Fluffy Pony, but we've also got people like Luigi, uh, Arctic Mind, Smooth, uh, Noodle Doodle and uh, was the last one? Binary Fates has now recently joined. So uh, yeah, he's pretty awesome. Uh, so you contact them, IRC, send them an email, any of that stuff, and they might say, "We'll talk to this guy," or "Can we talk on this platform?" or stuff. Just try to be good with that. And uh, you, you're going to have to remind them. You're going to because sometimes he'll say, "Hey, can we get this moved?" Oh yeah, I'm a little busy now. We'll see about. It. And it doesn't get moved. And don't think, "Oh, he's just ignoring me," or don't think, "Well, maybe they really don't like my idea." Just ping them. Like, just remind them they're busy guys. They do a bunch of stuff. They do this for free. They don't get paid for this. So, um, just poke them a little bit. They won't mind, and uh, then it can be moved to funding required. Now, the idea is that the funding is not dispersed all at once and given to you because that's not that that requires a whole lot of trust. You set milestones. Like, okay, by uh, like this, I I suspect this project will maybe take three months, and so I can get paid once every month, or I suspect that this project will be uh, done in three blocks. You know, I finish this foundational block and then I get paid. And then I finish this aesthetic block and then I get paid or, you know, however you want to milestone that out. It's very rarely they just give it to you all at once. Um, and so what, you set your milestones and your idea. And so when it's being funded, every, the whole community sees nothing is hidden from anybody. The whole community sees these are the milestones this is the money that they request. This is the proposal. Here's everything. Donate. And it has been happening where maybe sometimes some proposals will just sit in funding required because people don't necessarily think it's great, so they're not going to fund it. Nobody is forced to fund these things. Even if everybody kind of thinks, talks a big game, yeah, I think this is a good idea. Maybe it's not a good idea enough for them to put their money behind it. So there's no guarantee that once you get the funding required, you're going all the way to the end. You know, And you have to drum up your own support. Well, what often happens is that the forum funding system is kind of forgotten. Uh, not everybody checks every day to see what's there. So if it's stuck kind of 25% of the way there, you're like, oh, nobody's funding it. Just put it in front of, front of people's eyes again. You have to drum up your own support. There's not anybody who's paid to kind of market consistently. And this is something that I definitely like to try to work on is like, hey, this thing is still there. Hey, can we maybe fund this? And this is still open. I, because not everybody likes to, to throw that stuff out there. So I try to do that because it's important that this work gets done. Well, mm -hmm. actually, this is perfect. I wanted to kind of pitch a, a concept to you more so mm -hmm. uh, to help maybe help out the process. So 
I think it would be great maybe if you know if we the ones that kind of got a little more serious and got to the actual funding stage, I would love to be able to kind of donate our services as Monero Talk to get get people to on a regular basis do interviews if they're if they've made it that far. Hmm. It, it could be like a quick pitch, you know, because I mean, reading it is one thing, but like having a chat about it, getting to actually see the people behind it and, you know, ask some pointed questions and hear their, you know, hear their responses. Yeah. I think it could be a great way to get people, you know, familiar with the project and then decide if they want to fund and would hopefully, you know, help get the word out on the projects themselves. That's fantastic. Yeah. Like, cause really, like I said, it's just getting in front of people because some people want to donate, but they just forget. And then a week goes by and they still don't donate. So right. anyway, first of all, any way that we can get this in front of more people is a good thing. But secondly, you're right. You know, when somebody says, okay, here's what I plan to be doing. It, it really can help when you put a face to that. And, you know, maybe there's a little bit of trust there and, uh, that's and rapport that's built up with these people. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm all for that. Anything that, that can help these people. Cause a lot of these people do great consistent work. Cool. And so I just want to see that happen. So do you have, you had one that was open recently. Is it still has, did you reach your, your goal? Yes, it, it has been funded. Okay. So, yeah. Cause I just checked before and I didn't see it there anymore. I was like, Oh yeah, it's, it's been moved. Uh, so yeah, I just had a recent one. I'm going to Las Vegas again in a few days. I was just there for DEF CON, but there's a big World CryptoCon that's going on. Um, that's what is called World CryptoCon. And they they really like Monero. Usually they charge uh, thousands and thousands of dollars to have a booth or to have a table or something. They gave us like an $18,000 package and they, you know, they gave it to us free because they're like, we know that you guys don't have all this funds to just throw around and stuff like a lot of other ICO projects. Um, but, and we want to help you guys, you know, cause Monero, well, Monero, come on guys, you can't have Monero. You can't not have Monero is, is what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, fantastic. We really support them. And if you're in the Vegas area, uh, check out the World CryptoCon, come see me. I'll be there. Um, but yeah, like, uh, flights and hotel and stuff. We got a lot of people wanting to go speak at different places and we like to fund them and make sure that they can get there and not have to spend too much out of their own pocket. So that was my form funding system proposal that was recently open and funding required. It was recently funded. And so that has been moved and that, uh, yeah, that's done. So it's kind of, yeah, going back to the stages after ideas and funding required, you go to work in progress. Once you're 100% funded, your work can begin and your work can begin before then. You know, you don't have to wait till it's funded. But uh, now you're in work in progress. And then as milestones are completed, you post an update to the community. Hey, I completed this milestone. I did this, this. Here's an update on my progress, blah, blah, blah. And uh, then, you know, you get paid out your milestone. And, you know, it's not like a super strict contract or anything. So some people were like, well, I plan to have this done at this time and it didn't happen or maybe they had a kid or maybe they you know disappeared for a while well then that just means that that money doesn't get paid out to them you know uh, it goes into the monero general fund if nothing else but uh to be used for other projects but um, yeah like it's not it's not super compulsory nobody's going to come after you with lawyers because there's no business a corporation to come after you with lawyers uh but you know as things get done 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 and then once it's done the whole thing is done, everything's paid out. All right, we move it to completed proposals and we keep those for posterity so people can look through the form funding system and see what has been done before. So anyone who wants to can go to the current form funding system, go to the completed proposals at the bottom and see, wow, ever since 2015 or something, we've got this done, this done, this done, these people have done these things. 
And I, I've been surprised, like, I didn't know that it existed. And then they go there, oh, yeah, it's actually there. Okay, great. So that's kind of walking through the, the, the flow of the form funding system. What's going to be changing in my new version? Really, we're, we're right now the form funding system is on its a separate website type thing. It's, it's using literal forum software. That's why it was called the forum funding system. Um, and it's just kind of fallen into a little bit of disrepair. It's ancient software. It's you know not. It, it, there's a lot of spam. The spam is hilarious. Go read the spam. Like I, I I try to get rid of the spam every couple of days. I go on there and I delete the spam. Before I delete the spam, go read the spam. It's so good. It's 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 one of my favorite pastimes. Um, but yeah, it's a little spammy. It's not. It doesn't really match with the theme or anything. So really, we're integrating it into the website itself. So you're never really leaving getmonero.org into like a different place with a different look and a different feel. All of it's going to be right there. There's going to be a lot of new features, like people want QR codes. Now that we've got mobile devices. When I first came in early 2017, we didn't have an Android uh, wallet like Monero, and we didn't have an iOS wallet like Cake Wallet. We had nothing. Monero was just for the desktop. So QR codes weren't that big a deal. But now that a lot of people have it on their phones, they're like, well, I don't want to have to put the copy the address and put it here. So I just want to scan the QR code and send the Monero away. Mm -hmm. Right. So but we don't have that on the old software. And once again, it's so ancient, it's really hard to get it up there. So that's one of the new things. And also, uh, we're going to be having a, a JSON feed where if you want to put the open things on the current open proposals on your website or on your application or something like we'll have that available for anyone to kind of just hook into and pull that from there as well. Mm -hmm. So really streamlining the process and making it less convoluted and stupid and stupid. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a little archaic in the in the way it's uh, it's currently functioning. How about, how about have you considered kind of like a more of a Kickstarter type process and layout and just really mimicking the whole Kickstarter thing? So oh, the, the issue with the getmonero.org website that, that I was tasked with when I first made it is that we wanted to have no JavaScript because a lot of people, very privacy oriented people, you know, a lot of JavaScript runs on our computers and we don't know what it does. So people that use Tor or even just regular people, they'll disable JavaScript by default. And I don't know if you've ever tried to browse the internet without JavaScript. It really wrecks a lot of websites and just functionality just doesn't work and stuff doesn't work. So knowing that people will come to privacy conscious people who have disabled con uh, JavaScript will come, be coming to our website. I was asked to make it JavaScript free as possible. And everything on getmonero.org, all the little functionality works without JavaScript. And a lot of the Kickstarter stuff does work with JavaScript. So um, we're doing the best that we can. Like it, I, I, I'm very excited to show people the designs and the things that we're doing. It definitely is much more approachable, much more user friendly. And uh, at a glance, you can get more information faster. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, and it's very optimized for our purposes. So yeah, uh, we're, we're, we do take a lot of that idea from the crowdfunding, you know, whether it's Kickstarter, Indiegogo, like, okay, where are we going to place our elements? And, and what are the important elements? What do people want to see in terms of where things are in terms of the staging or, or how much this is funded or how many milestones have been completed so far? Is, um, is it mm -hmm. still kind of the same workflow in terms of, you know, idea and moving up? Yes. So, yes. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, if, if, if it was... You know, maybe like a Kickstarter, and that anybody can go, anybody can create the create their page, right? Create mm -hmm. their idea, you know, list their their concept, write it out, you know, using the format that you guys provide. 
Um, and then if it, if it starts to get funded, it starts to get funded. And then maybe there being like a, a main, you know, a, a home page, a main page that shows, you know, the most popular ones or the, the editor's choice, which would essentially mm -hmm. be the ones selected by, um, you know, the, who's currently making the selections now, you know, just so it's like a little more open. So anybody can go, anybody could post their, their request, build their page. And then uh, you or whoever's in charge of it as the editor uh, who thinks it's like, you know, a real project would then move it to like this, you know, headliner page. Just, to, right. just, just thinking it, of it in terms of, you know, kick, the way Kickstarter works, you know. Right. But it, it, gets a little, it gets a little hairy there. It gets a little tricky because then claims of centralization comes in. So let's say I'm the guy that chooses the editor stuff. If there are two very contentious... We haven't had a lot of contention in the Monero community in terms of direction, but let's say, mm -hmm. you know, one person supports a ring size of 50 and the other says that's too big. And so we have these two big camps that happen because of that. Well, if the editor's choice, you know, so one guy says, I'll code uh, ring size 50. And the other guy says, I'll code continued development for ring size 11. And then if I, as the editor, choose, I take a side. And so I choose one of them to support uh then it's like well that's censorship or that's whatever it gets it gets a little tricky because we really do want to be as impartial as possible and i, I see your idea for what it is and well because that's because that's essentially what's happening now though right because you have the core deciding which ones move to the funder required stage right so that is editor's choice right so i mean editor's choice is the wrong wrong I, yeah garbage. i see what you're saying and it, it can be it can be argued that way i would say that by and large Actually, I would say 100% of the time, the core team has always moved with the consensus of the community. So when they see that, like um, my when I first submitted my website proposal, uh, there was community consensus. We don't know who you are, and so it was not moved. And like it wasn't just one or two guys; it was a lot of people. We don't know who you are. Okay, so then what I did is I started making the designs without getting paid, and I made two separate designs and I showed them to the community. And they're like, oh, I like this one, or I like this aspect about this one. And okay, Diego's willing to work. Diego's not just trying to make the money, you know. And then from that point, people were like, okay, yeah, I think we're we're okay with this proposal. So it moved along. And the core team was fine with the new website. They were down with the new website, but the, the community said no. And so they're like, all right, no. Uh, they, they have basically always moved with the consensus of the community. If, and I, I could see that argument to having a leg to stand on if that has not happened. I mean, if that has happened differently. But to my knowledge, for, for the amount of time that I have been here, that has not happened. Um, even proposals that I personally thought shouldn't have been funded or things that I, I thought were really stupid or really bad or whatever. Like the community was like, yeah, we like this. And I'm one of the few people like, this is pretty stupid. And they moved it because I don't control anything. You know, I'm just one guy. And so they, they, they're trying to move the community consensus. So I see your argument. I don't think it's an issue right now. But the cool thing is, the thing that you just described, very much Kickstarter type thing, somebody can build it. Once again, the core team does not have a monopoly on fundraising for Monero projects. Right. They don't try to enforce it. If somebody wants it, if they say, you know what, we don't like the core team, we don't like that they choose, we don't like what they're doing, make, make your own. Make it. We encourage it. Please right. do. In fact, yeah, no, that, guy, that could be a good project. Yeah. Yeah. One guy, he raised money outside of the foreign funding system and he raised enough money to do what he wanted to do. And so then he did it. Uh, the foreign funding system was made because back in the day, back before they had it, 
somebody raised a lot of money to do a project and then he kind of just disappeared. And so they're like, okay, we don't want this to keep happening. That would be really sad for a lot of people. So that's, that's kind of why this was made to introduce that trusted third party that will do that. And uh, that third party was the core team at that time. But no, that's not to say that they have to be the only third party that can be trusted. So how would, if Monero Talk wanted to kind of get more involved and maybe do these videos with, you know, people that are getting funding, what do you think would be the best process for that? Well, first of all, just, just putting this out there to people is, is really instrumental. So um, they know that this is an option now. And uh, for sure, yeah, I'm, I'm, I help a lot of people make proposals. So when somebody's like, oh, I don't know how to make, here, I'll help you. you know, like, here's how you do this and here's how you do this. I, I'm definitely going to say, hey, and if you want, Free publicity. Contact these guys. They want they want you to go on there, you know, and, and explain your proposal and, and those types of things. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Throw it out on your Twitter. Throw it out on the Reddit. Even though all these platforms are the worst, just throw them out there and uh, and let's see if we can't get any bites. Cool. So, uh, what else? What else is coming down the pipe? I mean, so do you see things? evolving beyond that like you said i mean somebody else can step up in the community create a kickstarter like thing but in general the way projects are funded in monero do you see there being an ev a, a larger evolution there or do you think it's going to maintain this kind of open source i mean obviously we don't want to change the open source nature right. of things but is there kind of maybe another layer of that can be built on top of this or things that can be done to more smoothly transfer value to projects to be very blunt i don't know that we have the community and user base to sustain something like that right now we have current forum funding system proposals that have been open for a couple of weeks now three weeks now for funding and they're they're really struggling because we we pay our two PhDs, Serang and Serang, and we pay Monero Moon uh, on a quarterly basis. So every quarter they open up stuff and we pay them good money because they are awesome, awesome, awesome at what they do. And we want them to stay with us. To lose any of them would be tragic. Uh, but because of that, people get kind of funded out. It's like, all right, we, we funded these guys. And so now we got all these other little proposals. I'm like, okay, uh, you know what? I funded Moo last month. So I'm going to give it an, another month before, you know, just people are, are, and especially in a bear market, especially like when prices are down, people are a little more holding their Monero a little bit tighter, you know, because they want to they want to get back up to that. Man, back when we were at four hundred dollars a Monero, we we just had four funny proposals. We were just funding them left and right. Here, take this Monero. Take this. You do this project. You do this project. And now that things have kind of gone down a little bit, that is uh, that extreme generosity has kind of dropped off. <laughs> um, but so, so, you know, it depends on the circumstances. And so I would say right now, I wouldn't see, a, I would see an alternative way of funding being built if somebody did not trust the core team enough that that incentivized them to do it. In terms of more user-friendly ways or alternative ways, I don't particularly see a market for it right now. That's not to say as our user base increases and as the people that get passionate about Monero, Monero increases, I think it definitely has some cool ideas. Like I myself was like, what if there was a Patreon that ran basically on Monero? You know, like you pay people consistently, monthly, content creators, whatever, just like Patreon, on a monthly or, or, or project basis, uh, just, and it's all in Monero. Because that's what Monero is. Monero is just like dollars, except not dollars, but basically that's the idea. It's money. 
We want to right. spend it. We want to use it. We, and you want to buy groceries with it, buy fish, buy burritos and churros and stuff like that. So that those are the things that I want anyway. So I want to use my Monero for. Uh, so yeah, like there's plenty of ideas that can be floating around. Like how can we how can we get more people? And you know the cool thing is, as the ecosystem grows, like let's say more stores start using Monero. Now these stores are incentivized to see Monero better. Now, not, not just digital stores, but brick and mortar stores. And let's say talk show hosts like yourself, or let's say, you know, somebody who isn't manufacturing or they, we start all using Monero. And now we start thinking, now uh, people who are building like software as a service, that type of stuff, they're thinking, how can we get these new people onto our software? It's, oh, well, Monero is a thing now. We should, we should see about integrating Monero into our thing. And so organically, we can see a lot of uh, Monero uh, software and the ecosystem grow in a very organic and natural manner, just because people are starting to use it. Businesses, users, everybody's starting to use it. So, mm -hmm. I, and yeah, at that, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. At that, and at that point, YouTube content creators, they're like, hey, you know, I want, I want some of this Monero. So, like, I'm going to use that Monero Patreon type thing. And the, the, the businesses that use Kickstarter, to do or to make a product or to do something, they're gonna want. There's gonna be a demand for one of these things, and it's not just gonna do, not just gonna be to improve Monero. It's gonna be for their stuff. It's gonna be to make a new uh, bottle of water that now you never have to drink water again. You know, so all all this kind of cool stuff. There's gonna be natural demand for that, and that's what's exciting for me because it dips into so many different things. It's never boring. There's business, there's economics, there's technology, there's sociology. That's all, it's, it's, anyway, I'm going to stop because just, I'll just go on and on. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't even, even thinking so much in terms of user friendliness and the Kickstarter thing. Like there's, there's that aspect of it that we talked about. But I'm just saying this general idea of, you know, Monero's got a market cap of what, a billion dollars now? I don't know, even you know what, $2 billion. So but the idea of getting the money to flow from, uh, you know, to flow through the ecosystem so mm -hmm. that new components are built out, right? In a business, this obviously happens, uh, you know, in a, in a top-down manner. Businesses are built that way, right? They have money, they make mm -hmm. money. And then they use that money to grow their business further. Um, in in Monero, open source open source project, like you've said, there's kind of this tragedy of the commons thing that you're fighting up against. So you could you know you could have a market cap of ten billion dollars open source thing, but then none of that that money isn't getting back in to the ecosystem to to continue to build that build it out, right? I mean, it is happening, obviously, but are there things at a higher level that can be done? I think like Tari, I guess, was a good example of it, I'm thinking, right? So now, because, I mean, they're not a foundation, right? They're, they went out, and I guess it's it's its, it's, its own project, right? They're going to be build, building a layer on top of Monero, but it seems like they're also then going to be get having funding that's coming in, right, from investors mm -hmm. and things, and it seems like that money will then go towards development of the core protocol as well. So that's like a good example of like, how you're seeing, you know what I'm saying? Money getting yeah. back into the ecosystem or like in Bitcoin, I guess it's like Blockstream and these others. Um, so I guess my question was, do you see, are we just, I guess, follow the trajectory of Bitcoin essentially and what, what, what we saw happen there or is our trajectory potentially different? Are there things we can do to improve on what 
Bitcoin has done or, you know, what they've done right, uh, avoid what they did wrong, uh, like the foundations, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I think in the early days of Bitcoin, there was there was a foundation that kind of like ended up ultimately failing. And now recently, I think there's been calls for starting a new, uh, I think they're calling it the B Foundation, um, mm -hmm. um, which I think kind of makes sense on a level, right? You have this foundation, money gets raised, and then that money gets gets doled out to to important projects and development. Do you, what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's something we need to start thinking about? Yeah, I think I think it's always something to start thinking about it because the more because we don't have this kind of naturally built in like the treasury and stuff, there's always just going to be this issue. It's like where's the money going to come from? Because eventually you're going to run out of whales, or the whales are going to be tired of being the only ones pulling their weight. Uh, so it's always something to be thinking about. I, I personally have had a passion for the past couple of months about seeing, and this is actually, it's very funny because Monero is not, most open source projects have this problem. Not not cryptocurrencies, regular open source projects like GIMP, like Inkscape, like KeePass, you know, XC, Hunix, any of these things have this issue where they require donations to keep going, but it's just so hard to get people to give. And it's very interesting, and this is this is why Monero really exemplifies FOSS, uh, free open source software projects, more than anything else, because Monero has the same issue, and most other cryptocurrencies do not, because they it, open source software is all is not a, the whole point is it's not about the money, They're, you're giving this stuff away for free. But the funny thing about cryptocurrency is it's all about the money because it is money, but it, but the software itself, Monero itself is still struggling in the same way that other open source software projects do. So I think a lot of clues about how we can work with Monero, if we look at open source, other open source software projects that finance their projects in various ways, I think we can learn a lot and get a lot of clues from that. Like, okay, how, um, maybe a lot of people incentivize support. Um, they say, you know, the, the product is free, but if you want support, you can go ahead and pay for it or something like that. And I'm not saying Monero is going to charge for support for anybody or anything, but just look at different things that have worked for other people because at its core, Monero is a FOSS project. And so personally, like I started something called Cypher Market. If you go to cyphermarket.com, it's just a bunch of merchandise, um, T-shirts, and we're getting plushies here pretty soon. It's, it's pretty exciting. And like 75% of, of all profits that are made go to open source projects. Monero is not the only open source project on there. We got like Hunix, we got other people and it goes to them. But if you purchase like an MRL shirt, Monero Research Lab, 75% of the profits of that are gonna go to a Monero Research Lab form funding system. So when they uh, renew for the next quarter in 2019, Cypher Mark is gonna be making a donation there because there was quite a number of uh, Monero Research Lab shirts. And I think not just having a, an individual in donation infrastructure, but having a business infrastructure built up. We're not, obviously, most businesses are not gonna give away 75% of their profits, but if there's like an adopt a FOSS program where we have a business, like I, I'm willing to give 1% or 0.5% of my profits to, to Monero or to any other open source software project, like that's, that would be really cool. That would be really awesome. Build up a, a natural, once again, organic infrastructure where people can make sure that these things continue because they're very important for the sustained freedom of the people. So uh, the point is, like, that's just my example. That's something I was trying to find a way to do. There's so many neat ideas about how to how to continue incentivizing this. And if you are an idea person, it, it's time for you to, to sit down and get out your pen and paper and start thinking, how can I help? 
You don't have to be a coder. You don't even have to be a marketer. You could just be that idea person. You can say, how can we help the people that are the coders to keep coding? How can we help these people to keep doing what they're doing? And you, we can be a great benefit that way. Also, obviously, you can donate yourself. If you have some Monero and you want to see the Monero project succeed, go forum.getmonero.org, forum.getmonero.org. Go there, look at the funding required section, donate some money, even just a little bit. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to give 500 Monero, you can give 0.1 Monero. Every little bit is gonna help. And actually to incentivize this, so the problem is that there's a huge lack of incentives. There's no incentive to give, you just lose money. So in, a, in an attempt, and we'll see how this plays out, in an attempt to help incentivize this, I started a game. Uh, I call it the Monero games. They're structured, uh, it's supposed to be like the Olympics for Monero, where people can compete for the champion's crown, and, and like every month there's gonna be a raffle depending on the tier that you achieve. But I'm trying to incentivize two things that don't have current incentives, support, so offering free support. Right now it's volunteers that are helping other people, and the foreign funding system. So when you give, you'll get a certain amount of points and you'll achieve a certain tier based on how much you give. And when you offer support, answer a certain amount of questions, you also get points. And then depending on how many points you have, there's raffles and Cypher Markets giving away free t-shirts to anyone who plays. Um, and if you just go and search for the Monero games on the Reddit, you're gonna find kind of where the rules are and what everything is. So, you know, gamification, basically gamifying this thing. Um, yeah, how uh, I I heard you talking about that on uh, the coffee chat. I think that's a really cool cool concept. Mm -hmm. how, um, how far along is it? Is it is it just an idea, or you're building? How how built out is this, and how is it actually going to function? No, it's so it's live right now. Um, it it went live at the hard fork. So kind of we have two runs a year that reset after every hard fork. Kind of the points reset and the awards are given out after every hard fork. So it, this past eight, it was the 18th of the 19th that we forked is when it went live. And we have we have a few people who are saying, okay, I gave this much money and they proved the transaction. And how to prove your transaction is on the getmonero.org website. You can contact me for more info and I can help you out with that. You prove your transaction that you gave to the foreign funding system and I add the points onto your thing. And we've got, I've got like three or four people who are starting to like, okay, here you go. Yeah, I gave this much money. And um, you know, starting off slow, everything always starts off slow. And this is kind of feeling it out and seeing is this even feasible? And if it's successful by any stretch of the imagination, then maybe in the future we expand this so it's not just offering support and doing donations. Maybe now it's code contributions. You can get points for that. Or you know, translation, you can get points for that. So we can really expand this out. Yeah, I, I think it's very, I think it's uh, really cool. So I mean, but it's, it's not automated in any way yet. Or with the release of the new forum system, Forum funding system. Well, are you trying to build it into that, or we? I am going to use that new feed I'm talking about that kind of pulls all the open stuff into what I'm planning with the the Monero games. Uh, so, yes, in the future, I'm hoping the new forum funding system will launch before the end of this year. It's it's a it's a bit of it's a bigger project than most people realize. Um, and is. it's uh, it's coming along very nicely. We're making good progress on it, and I'm excited. Like anyone who wants to see screenshots, just just contact me somehow and I'll, I'll send them to you. It's, it's pretty exciting. We're, we got some pretty fun stuff going on. Um, but yeah, that's kind of. So other, other than the, other than funding, you know, and showing proof that you funded, how else could I get points in the game right now? Uh, so like I said, uh, you can go to Monero support. So reddit.com slash r slash Monero support, where we're trying to constantly funnel people there. Because there were some complaints that in your uh, main Reddit one, 
um, there's just support questions and support questions and not a lot of Monero discussion. So it's like, okay, let's, let's see if we can't get some people into the Monero support place. So if you go to Monero support and you answer questions and you receive like one or two or three upvotes or likes or whatever they're called, then you get points. Uh, even, and it can be multiple uh, answers per, per question. So uh, that's the other way that you can um, get points. And there are prizes. It's not just like you're doing this. So you get the, if, you're, if you're a Reddit person, you get a flare on a Reddit like, that shows your tier and how, how good you are and stuff. But then, like I said, there's raffles like every month. Um, depending on what tier you are, there's, there's going to be raffles, and the winner's going to get a free shirt. Or you know, if they're not willing to give out their physical address, well, we, we're open to other ideas. Like, what, what else? How else can we incentivize people to do this type of stuff? So uh, it's very much a it's it's live, but it is still a work in progress. We're still seeing how can we how can we best incentivize people to do these things that currently have no incentives to do them. So, and you're you're doing it all manually, essentially on the back. Like if I go and I, I post something, um, and I you know give somebody uh, an answer on a question. We've got a cool and, automation being worked on for this. Oh, you do? Okay. Cool. Um, not not yet for the verification. That that. It is possible to to have it manual, uh, but uh, I was do I've been doing it manually for the past few days. And but for the easy. for the Reddit posts, you're trying to automate that part. Yeah, mm -hmm. and eventually soon we'll automate the verification as well. Cool. And then, are you building? Obviously, I imagine there'd be a place to see you know who the leaders are in the game, like a leaderboard and what your points yeah, are. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, so we want like we're planning out. I'm planning out a website. Kind of that, like you can kind of register for the games, and you, your points will be there. And yes, there's going to be the leaderboards and what tier you are and stuff. So uh, th this one is very much, I would call it a beta games. You know, th this first run of the games is, is a beta games where we kind of just get a feel for the process, feel for the involvement, and make iterations from there. And the website is kind of first on the priority list in terms of let's get this up there um, and and see what people want to see. So, because we don't just want to make a leader, we don't just want to make sorry a website and just throw what we think should be on there. It's like what do what what is going to be the most fun for people? Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a game. What is going to be the most fun? Very cool. All right, I think uh, I think that's good. I don't, yeah, I don't want us to go too long. I think uh, sure. we st we stuck to the topic, and uh, hopefully people will will be googling how do I fund a Monero project and maybe come across our our little video here. Um, yeah. And I uh, really enjoyed you taking the time. Once again, it was really nice meeting you in the city. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, uh, a lot of fun. We'll, we'll see you again. I thought it was cool that that Vic flew you out. That was awesome. Yeah. I think uh, I saw him mentioning that he's trying to do that with uh, some other some other core guys in the community. So I, I think that that's a good example of uh, somebody trying to you know really give back and contribute. Right, and that that's it's not it's a good example of do what is what you can. You know, so Vic is a person that he can do, like we can look at what he can do and we're like, oh, wow, that's that's a lot of stuff and I can't do anywhere near that and I feel bad. No, like he, he's doing what he can do. You can do, you watching, whoever you are, you can do what you can do. And if you do that, then it is enough. And that is, that is the most important thing that everyone needs to know. And then, you know, Cake Wallet is a great example. Vic had, he can't code, but he has the means and he basically hired the people to make it and he open sourced it for everyone. Alternatively, Mineruyo on Android, um, the, the main coder, he he's not a guy that's got a lot, but he's like, I can code and there's no Android wallet yet, so he made it. 
And that's, it just goes to show there's so many different ways to do this. There's so many different ways to give back, depending on what your skills are, what you can do. If you're interested in getting involved and you're not sure where to start, contact me. You can find me on Wire, um, which is encrypted IM chat thing, which is infinitely better than Telegram. <laughs> but I'm on there, Telegram as well. I'm Rarar, R-E-H-R-A-R. Um, you can find me any of those places. And I'm, I'm fairly easy to reach. I'm on IRC. I'm on the Mattermost. I'm on the whatever. You can find me. I'm not hard to reach. There's actually a guy. Do, do I have the time? Just a second. A guy asked a question on that thing. I don't know if you're looking at the, the stream. No, I'm not. Go ahead. Uh, he, he asked a question. What function produced Rarar from Diego Salazar? How, how, did, how did I get my name, basically? It's just a short 30-second story, uh, if I may. Of course. Uh, so... Like I said, I wasn't a nerd until like a year and a half ago, and I had no need for Reddit or anything. And there was one time I did need Reddit for something, and so I made an account and I typed in random letters, and there was Rarar. And so then when I found Monero and a big, it had a big community presence on Reddit, I'm like, oh, I think I have one of those. And I found my stuff, and there, there it was, Rarar. So this, this is what I have. Now. <laughs> That's usually it's, how it happens. It's it really just sticks. Stupid. If I could, if I could go back in time, man, but this, this is what I have. So it works. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a blast. Yeah, thanks, man. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, we'll have you on again soon. Whenever you want, let me know. And uh, oh yeah, I love, could go on and chatting on. with you. And uh, like I said, I'd really like to uh, try to help with the with the funding, get the word out there. I think it would be great to just, you know, we could stick to like a little, you know, whatever it is, if even if it's just like a twenty five minute format of mm -hmm. some quick questions and answers with anybody that's got a post up there just so we could help get the word out and let the community really learn, you know, what people are trying to do when they're asking for asking for funding. Yeah, I'll let them know. I'll, I'll send people right. your way. Cool. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right. Catch you later. Have a good one. See you. Bye.